bartender. Another round. And we're going to need some shots. What's happening out there, ITAT Nation family and friends? You know what time it is to start every show. Put those drinks up in the air. Nostrovia, fellas. Nostrovia. That's what I'm talking about. Ah. We are hanging out live to tape at a beautiful facility here up in Zelenopol. Shoe Brew in the house. Come on, let's go. That's right. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let him hear right. it. That, that <laughs> succulent voice you hear right there is uh, the owner of Shoe Brew, my man, Zach. Zach, how are you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you doing? Doing well. Right doing well. So we're sitting around a table here. We got Zach hanging out with us. Thank you so much for having us out here today. Uh, we got my man Heavy Levy sitting in the middle over there on that side of the table. Drew? Well, always pleased. Always. <laughs> pleased or pleasured? Both. Both. Same He'll thing. take well, any P he can get. It's, yeah. it's either your, it's like the past tense or present tense. Which one? He's both. Always back He's always the ready. My man, DJ Willie T in the house. It's exciting to be out here in the wild today. Right? We're not, not in the studio. We're out here in the... Uh, Unscripted. Yeah, in the in the live environment, chilling, hanging out, and uh, great space. I love the back room here. Yeah, it's the best place to be out in the out in the wild. So that's why we started this whole thing. And uh, of course, I got beside me the the. I'm waiting. Yeah, I got nothing for you today. Uh, nothing you know, today. The guy with no soul, my man Chuck <laughs> Wagon. You called me the aspiring like amateur porn star I, on Thursday at, at trivia. Yeah, I tell yeah. I tell other people that about yeah. you. Well, I figured you would like introduce me a little bit better since we have like a new guest in the house tonight. No, it's not all about you. It's about him. All oh, right? okay. <laughs> it's about uh, him. That's, I like to be always about me. Yeah, I know. That's what we've learned. Yeah. So uh, diva. He's freaking diva. A prima donna. So, uh, yeah, here we are. We're sitting around this table. We're all drinking uh, something different here from from this excellent brewery here at Shoe Brew. Uh, Zach, tell us a little bit about yourself, how this whole thing started. Yeah, so, like, our story um, started, I guess, back in uh, 2004. I moved out to San Diego. I was uh, stationed out there at Camp Pendleton when I was in the Marine Corps and uh, started going, you know, San Diego at the time back then, you know, had... Tons of breweries. They've got even more now. Obviously, it's, you know, how many years removed. But uh, Pittsburgh didn't have quite that reputation at the time. Um, I think Pittsburgh probably at that time only had, you know, four or five total breweries. And San Diego was probably or somewhere around 60. So that was how I spent my weekends was going around to check out breweries. And then I ended up, uh, yeah, I, you know, long story short. I kept going back to Stone over and over, and I ended up getting a part-time job working for them after my after my work in the Marine Corps. I'd go out there, and I was bussing dishes, doing dishes, doing prep cook stuff, right? And uh, really, just kind of like was made aware of this industry that I didn't ever really like think about before. And um, then, you know, 2008 rolled around, and I was up against reenlistment or doing something else with my life, and I said, "Well, I'm gonna." I'm going to move home and I'm going to open up a brewery. And I didn't. I moved home and I got like a corporate job at Verizon (laughs) Wireless. And um, that's where I met my wife, Erica. And we were both in like the same training class there. We worked in like a call center and had to talk to people all the time. And Uh it was was miserable. You know, it was a good company to work for, but it was a miserable job. The whole time I was there, you know, every time someone asked me, like, well, what do you do? And I'm like, ah, I'm working at Verizon, but actually I'm opening up a brewery and taking no steps to do so. And at one point <laughs> she was like, listen, 
you got to either open this brewery or you got to stop telling people that you're doing it because it's a little bit embarrassing. We've been telling Chuck that a while. He's been telling people he's an aspiring porn star. (laughs) Since COVID, we're only two years into it. I can see it, though. I can see it. I don't don't think it's Chuck's fault, though. He hasn't had a a partner sign up on the cast yet. There's definitely a tag on Pornhub for Chuck, right? Maybe start with an OnlyFans. Yeah. I think I'd actually probably have to pay. He'd my- be the OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, hey, like, you know, I think there's like, like a, ni- a niche. Yeah, we A niche for that. chubby, oh. like chubby gingers out chubby there. Chubby gingers. There has to be. So, so, so your wife was like, hey, look, you got you to gotta either make this happen or, or not, right? Shit or get off the pot. Pretty much, yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, this is a lot now. I'm like on the hook. So um, she's like, listen, I'll do it with you. We'll make it our thing. She was going to take control of, like, you know, the restaurant side of things, mm-hmm. and I was going to take control of the brewery side of things. And that is how it all began. And, um, you know, we opened up in September of 2013. Things started to rapidly spiral out of control. We uh, repeatedly had to shut down, like, every couple of weeks because we were running out of beer. I was making just not nearly enough beer, right. like way wow. under projected. Wow. Have you um, always been in this space? No. So when we first opened, we were in a space about the quarter of this size, maybe even a little bit smaller than wow. that. It's actually right across the street, and it's where my Chinese restaurant, General Shoes, is now. Okay. Okay. Um, so we opened up there. I was brewing in the basement. The basement had like five foot tall ceilings, and I'm like, you know, I'm six two. Right. So what like, am I doing? <laughs> yeah. And it was just, it was awful. And uh, it just seemed like a plan that, I don't know. In hindsight, was pretty poorly put together, and um, but it was popular, and like we kept selling out of beer, and I kept you know catching up and selling out, and so eventually we uh, bought a building just down the street in Harmony that we now moved our uh, brewery to, and we're able to produce a lot more beer, and um, even still now with two restaurants, um, and we opened up our rooftop bar here last last year. Um, we're still like at the point where, you know, it, it's tight on beer sometimes. Like we're, we're doing fine on draft, but before the pandemic, you know, we were in 110 accounts that we were distributing to, and we don't distribute it all anymore just because we're going through it all of ourselves. Wow. wow. Um, That's awesome. That's it's, it's, a, yeah, it's a good problem to have, but it's a problem, you know, just like any other problem. We want to get rid of it. So, like, sure. you know, our plan. Our next plan and evolution is we want to open up a new brewing facility and kind of really scale up the manufacturing side of things. It seems like ever since the pandemic, we've been kind of just like stuck in a rut at the restaurant. You know, we mm-hmm. uh, we grew every year in some capacity. And, um, you know, the pandemic wasn't necessarily bad for us. Um, it just changed our business model yeah. to where like mm-hmm. we stopped distributing and it kind of forced people to come out to us which was really cool because you know it's a you know everybody in their minds i don't know where are you guys from we're all like all southeast southeast yeah okay it's like an hour an hour and a half had you guys heard of zillianople before yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. Uh (laughs) whenever we like go to like beer fest even in pittsburgh people are like where is that and I'm like, it's 10 minutes past Cranberry. And they're like, holy shit, I'm not going there. <laughs> like, Cranberry is my limit. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like there's like a black hole past Cranberry. I yeah, it was right. Ohio after Cranberry. Yeah. yeah I thought, like, Lake Erie. You get past Cranberry and you just keep going to Erie. Right. <laughs> there's nothing else. So it was kind of cool because, like, most of our distribution was done in the South Hills. Um, you know, our biggest beer buyer 
was the uh, market district in South Hills Village. And so it forced a lot of those people when we stopped selling to them to like drive up here. And right. during wow. the pandemic, people were like, looking for something. you know, looking for something to do. And they were like, you know, what the hell? Now I'll drive up to Zillianople because I don't care if I die. You know, we don't know what's going to happen, but you know, that's, uh, that's where we are. So they came up this way. Uh, we gained a big customer base and, and you know, it all, it all kind of worked out in an in unexpected way, but it was, it was kind of fun. And, uh, so, so the, the weird thing about that story, cause a lot of people who we, we talked to that, you know, have opened something like this, they've all had like, they were, they did home brewing and stuff like that. And you yeah. mentioned that, did you brew, you know, before you like decided to dive in? Well, you know, I had it in my brain well before I started home brewing that I was going to own a brewery. And for me, it was more about like, I wanted to be in this business, in this industry. Right. Um, yeah, of course. I mean, I started homebrewing because I needed to know how to do it. I homebrewed for probably six, seven years before we actually opened, but it never, it didn't start as like a passion of homebrewing. Right. Okay. Um, but that's probably because like, you know, while I didn't have the hands-on experience with brewing, I was working in a brewery in like a nationally established brewery mm -hmm. and um i just realized like i'm like this is what i want to do like yeah. i love the artisan side of it i love you know i love what i liked about them was like their arrogant side like everybody always to say like oh those guys are arrogant because they had that arrogant bastard beer and all that mm -hmm. but like i liked that i liked them saying to their customer base like you know, we're gonna make what we want to make and like it or leave it yeah like it or leave it and it was like there was enough of it out there for them to get away with that and they were making quality products, so most people did like it. And the ones who didn't, you know, there's another option for them. Sure. And, you know, so that's always been sort of, like, our mindset, too. I don't want to say that, like, we have that arrogance about us. Like, we try to, we try to be a little bit, you know, nicer than that. But we definitely... <laughs> um, you believe in what you're making. We try to believe in what we're making. Right. And, you know, that's also another thing that, like, challenged us or at least, like, looked at us um you know that was that was a change during the pandemic though it was like all of a sudden like you know we had to look at ourselves in the mirror and be like are we going to continue to just make what we want to make or are we going to try to make some stuff that are going to bring people out right. um right. so you know i think that we had to find like a good balance of how to do both of those things um which had never really been like a factor for us before it was always kind of like this is what i feel like drinking so this is what i'm going to make right and then it was like well we also have to keep our employees uh, employed, yeah. for lack of a better yeah. word. Um, so you got to do some stuff for the masses. But know? yeah, I mean, that yeah. was one of the things that we were really proud about as employers. That we didn't lay a single person off during the pandemic. Wow, we kept man. the restaurant uh, functioning within the CDC guidelines, but still operational. Yeah. Um, we never shut down. We just went straight to takeout like overnight and uh, everyone stayed employed with us who wanted to. That's awesome. So That's it was awesome. it was kind of a cool thing for us to work through. Great, um, great accomplishment, really. Definitely. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was above all else. You know, we try to pride ourselves on being good employers. Like we we really like value everyone who works at Shoe Brew as you know a family member and um, just try to stand by everybody and take care of them as best as we can. And, uh, you know, we think that they'll do the same for us and they with, do. With that said though, I saw now hiring signs. So if anybody's looking for a gig. <laughs> yeah, we are like in any, as in any under other industry right, right now, Everybody's. and especially every other restaurant, 
the kitchen help is very hard to find. We've been trying for months to, uh, you know, we're, we really only need like one or two positions yeah. filled, and it's just impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, that was my, it brings me to my next question for you is, Obviously, we, you know, we've been hanging out here for a couple hours before we started podcasting today. Um, your menu here is awesome, and you said you have a Chinese restaurant across the street. Now, I understand how you got the space, but what brought you to making a Chinese restaurant out of it? Yeah, so... I mean, um, That was also... So, that's like a loaded question. There's a couple things that led to that, Be- but... To, for all the listeners out there, Zach's white as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, He's let, not as white as me. You didn't hear his accent? Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you how white I am. I, did, I went on Ancestry, so I spent my entire life thinking I was German. I thought like my last name was probably supposed to be pronounced Schumacher and all this thing. Um, so I go on Ancestry, do the mouth swab, send it in. I get my results back, and I'm like 99% British. Like, ah. I am, like, the whitest <laughs> no, motherfucker. Surprise. Yeah, and... Uh, kind of look like Austin Powers. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that, that, that sums that up. I don't know. Um, so, so, yeah, what, what made you do the Chinese thing? Yeah, so, kind of three things. Um, my partner who joined us, myself and Erica, you know, a year or so into uh, being open, he became like our chef for a while. And we started doing a lot of like Japanese food, Korean food, a lot of this Asian influenced food, because we felt that, you know, those foods are interesting. Other breweries weren't doing them at the time. And they paired really well with beer, Um, which was, which is like, our rule above all else about what goes on our menu here is like, we'll do any food here at Shubrew as long as it pairs well with beer. So right. when people ask like what the cuisine is, it's really hard to describe. That's like... So does it change often? We change it seasonally. Every okay. three months we change it because we try to get like everything on the menu local that we can. And obviously in Pennsylvania, produce, you know, obviously is dwindled uh, yeah, right. in the fall and winter. So. Yeah. Yeah, so we do change every three months, and um, but so we were running that kind of food, and it turned out that our ramen bowl and our fried rice were the two most popular items on our menu by like a landslide, um, tripling everything else below wow, it on the menu. And yeah, it was it's absolutely wild, and they still are. Um, but you know that food had Korean origin and Japanese origin. So my wife and I lived uh, probably 20 minutes from here for the last eight years. And we, ne- we wanted to move up into the area to be more a part of the community and also just be closer to work and make sure that, you know, our kids were going to go to school at Seneca Valley and everything. And um, when we moved, we used to order Chinese food all the time. So we move up here and we're like, what the fuck? There's, There's no nothing. Chinese food <laughs> in Zillion. Like, how is it possible there's no Chinese food in Zillion Opal? Um, this town has everything. And we're like, well, we've got this empty building that we moved out of. Let's, and, it, and it's also during the pandemic. So it's like, it's a really hot time to run a takeout restaurant. Right. So right. it's time to open up. I don't know. I spitted the idea. I'm like, what about general shoes? And everyone's like, yeah, we're running it. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so we opened that up in like two months and, uh, we weren't sure, you know, what the future of general shoes was going to be. We just knew like we wanted to do it. Um, 
we didn't know what we were doing, but we did spend an awful lot of time researching and putting effort into like learning how to like tr traditionally cook like Szechuanese food. So you're saying you ate a lot of Chinese we food. We ate a lot of Chinese <laughs> food, but we also just like badgered, um, you know, cooks from Chinese restaurants. And right, like we right. went down to the Chinese markets and the Asian markets in the strip district and like asked questions. And we went out of our way, you know, just to make sure that we were doing everything like properly so that we weren't going to come out and be like insulting to Chinese culture. Right, right. Well, that's what I would think would be the hardest part is like, because you talked about, you know, the brewing and it's everybody, you know, it goes off of what you like, you know, and then you kind of go from there and you make Yeah, right. Classes. But that's what I was weird about in you know, the Chinese thing, because you don't want to, you don't want to take something that's. Especially, you know, the, you, when you think of a Chinese restaurant around you guys, you know, they're all owned by Chinese people, you know, who it's their culture, whatever. And you don't, you don't want to, you know, go and embarrass, you know, whatever, embarrass yourself yeah, right. in that, you know, you know, area, I guess, you know. No, and um, we've got people driving in from Pittsburgh now just to eat at General Shoes. They're like, this is the best Chinese food I've ever had. Wow. Um, it's... Yeah, it's cool. I don't know. Like my um, my head brewer David, his uh, ancestry. You know, he's half Chinese and half Colombian, and he said to me a few weeks ago, he's like, "It's crazy to me that like a bunch of white boys in Zillianople are making <laughs> such incredible Chinese food." But it's like you know, we we love it, and um, it you know, I guess if when I was six years old and my first grade teacher said. You know, write down a million things you want to be when you grow up. Like owning a Chinese restaurant wouldn't have been in the top million. <laughs> Chaz, Chaz took Chinese in high school. I didn't think Chinese. Well, Chaz, more importantly, in first grade, did you write down porn star? No, I did not. All right, see? No. You could have been living the dream. No, I think I, like, in first grade, I think I wanted to be a teacher. So. All right. I mean, I guess you could teach in a porn industry. I don't know. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, aren't they all teachers? We all study it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to try a couple beers. You brought back a couple beers for us. So, well, I think we'll just scatter them. Usually we do, like, in the middle of our show, we do a couple beers. But I think, like, let's just scatter them throughout the, the show here today. Yeah. So, uh, we got our first one. Why don't, uh, Zach, why don't you tell us about this first one here? Yeah, right on. So, the one that you guys are going to start off with is our ninth anniversary Doppelbach that we aged in uh, red wine barrels for a year and a half look at the color on that willie looks like it looks like a delicious like sweet tea yeah before. it's not something that you guys have probably seen before does it feel a little flat that lid well we had it open for a minute before yeah we, we had it pour, pour us that beer willie all right here we go mm. so ninth anniversary this is the ninth time you've made this beer no 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 so this every anniversary of shoe brew we release a different beer okay, okay um and so this year we wanted to do something barrel aged we put this doppelbach out earlier in the year and um you know it's a style that i think is really cool traditional malty german lager we had a little bit left over and um i'm like well why don't we throw it into these red wine barrels that we had purchased from a uh, local winery and see what goes on and we let them sit for a year and a half this was all during the pandemic too and uh, when we cracked it we were pleasantly surprised it drinks a lot like a barley wine but drier yeah um that is, i think you it get smells a, so sweet though. yeah that mm -hmm. is so good. Is that, you get like a really cool fruitiness from the wine 
the barrel tannins pop just a little bit to to dry it out a bit. But you're right; it smells sweeter than I think it tastes. Yeah, yeah. definitely, uh, considerably. And I think that that's all that cabernet that you're getting in there. And it just I don't know; it came out to be a surprise for us. And I think anniversary beers are just kind of the ones that you want to goof off with and uh, just try something different with make, to take people special. by surprise a little bit. Make it special, right? Make it special, yeah. For yeah. sure. It's this not something awesome. we had this ever done. Really so I'll tell you a little bit about what we do as far as we, we, we rank our beers, we try. Um, and <laughs> I'll start you off. None of us here are experts at making beers or we just like to sit at a bar. We like to drink, drink beers. Yeah. All right. Um, and to be honest, I think I could talk for definitely me and Willie we were always just stuck in our ways. We had our, I like Yingling. He likes, you know, he likes Mirror Life for a while. He drinks Mick Ultra. And uh, I really never tried a lot of stuff. And when, I, when we started doing this, we started buying different beers. And I always just thought IPA, like that's just super hoppy, you know? Yeah, right. And then we've been doing this now for how many years? I don't know, a couple years now. Yeah. And I, you know, you really opened your eyes on how many different styles and flavors and all kind of things are all out there. Um, so... We've come up with our own little system as it's going to be either a zero to two thumbs up, and, and then we do quarters in between. So you can have a 0.25, a 0.5, a 0.75, or a one thumb up, and then from there to two. All That's right. just how we decided to do it. I don't know why. We were drunk. It was the alcohol talking. <laughs> um, so that's how we did it. So that's how we did it, and that's how we do it. So we like to rate all these beers, and uh, they all kind of take their own little spin on it. And I think we, we end up having a pretty good rating because we all kind of have a different palette and, you know, something we like different. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, well, well let's, let's give this a little, a little rate here. And what, what are you thinking there, Chuck? Well, I'm making me go first. Um, yeah, I'm putting you the, on the chopping block. I see that. Um, the coloring is super cool of it. And Doppelbach, it, for a Doppelbach, it's really different. Like what, like you said, like that, the... Barrel age and then the, the Cabernet really brings out some different flavors with it. I'm not like a huge wine, like Cabernet guy, but it's actually really good. He wines the most in the show. Me? Yeah. <laughs> in, or the one to my right. He wines the most, yes. Um, I am going to go a one two five on this one. It is a solid one. And for a wine that I, if you gave me a Cabernet, I would not drink it. Yeah. One two five. Okay. What wine would you drink, Chaz? I'm more of a. Sweet. I don't know why I'm like zeroing in on picking. Uh, we all do. Like, it, it's, it's, <laughs> he wears the shirt because it's, it's well. easiest for me to look at you. I got those baby blues. I also here. feel like you probably are the one who gets it the most. No, <laughs> what gives you that? Not talking it? about your porn career. <laughs> <laughs> that could go a lot of different ways. Um, Kirsten, <laughs> she won't say anything. No, no, she'll probably she'll just rag on me. That's that's what she'll do. Um, well, that, there's also a, a tag for that, right on the rag. Good one, Drew. <laughs> See, my wife was right. <laughs> there you go. I, I missed that one. I don't know. The, the, I don't know it's because you're red. I think she I said a bunch of guys. You think they're funny? <laughs> How come you don't have the t-shirt? <laughs> funny story. Drew, why don't you tell the story, bud? It's not that funny. Of he story. shrunk it. Uh, that happened to me for a while, and then I got diabetes. <laughs> I just need to get diagnosed. Hey, you're sitting kind of close. You might catch it. So, I, went to go, I went to go put it on this morning, and I, I went, and the sleeve was like this on me, and I was like, I can't wear it. Hey, yeah, even right? when I get you. Like, then I was like, oh, we got to go further, and it was like this on me. Yeah. And I was like, no. Hey, I did spend like the last several months every time. I like got a new shirt. I'd be like, 
fucking hate myself. I think you shrunk my shirt again. And she's like, no, I think you just got fatter in the week. <laughs> That's a daily struggle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel you. I so, definitely feel so you. So you won one two five. I won one two five. I don't know. To answer your question, I like more of a little bit of sweet of a wine. All right, okay. Well, let so me just like tell a you sweet too, red. A one two five for us is a, is a solid score. Yes. Mm-hmm. A, you figure a one for me is something. I kind of think we're all on the same kind of page here. A one is something that we'll drink. You know, we, yeah, I'll definitely drink one of those. Anything above that is like one two five. If I was out somewhere, I'd buy one. A one five is like I'm I'm searching for that at at a you know the six pack shop or something and above that it's like yeah really 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 good on our score yeah. cool anything under a one is like eh you yeah. know yeah so you're probably avoiding it I hope yeah. I get some of those yeah what under one <laughs> like, under, under a one, one or over a one five <laughs> uh, either I, either way I really don't <laughs> care I'm I'm just happy to be here yeah either way people are buying my beer yeah exactly exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go a one. Not to flop my dick or anything. No, but that's the whole point. Is like, right. You guys are allowed to have your opinions. I yeah. don't care. No. I'm, like, I'm going to go a one five because okay. that barrel wage, that uh, that's multi, your, that's, that's, your that's wheelhouse. my wheelhouse for sure. Yeah, yeah this is really good. And uh, it, it does, like in, in that that wine barrel, it gives it something different. Like we've never yeah. really had something that, yeah. that tastes like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so yeah, we've yeah, had w- like the bourbon barrels and those different kind of, you know, right. styles and flavors. Um, but this definitely... Um, this reminds me more of a dinner beer, to be honest. Yeah, I get that. Like, I think it would go like I, awesome I, with a steak. That's exactly. what I was just going to say. Yeah. Uh huh. And whenever you guys were mentioning like the the cabernet, the dry style, like that's the kind of wine that I enjoy to drink if I'm drinking wine. Yeah. You know, so for me, this beer definitely stands out in that element. And I think that it would be great if you had like that that delicious dinner and you wanted to crack a nice beer instead of a nice wine. Right. I'm I'm all over this. I'm it, really enjoying the, the the flavors. I'm I'm enjoying the fact that it's it's not a beer taste. It's it's something different. It's very very unique. Cool. So, so what's your score? Uh, I'm gonna give it a one five. One five. I'm gonna give it a one five for the fact that I think that it has a a very specific role for the types of beers that I would drink. So when I when I set this whole fucking thing up. <laughs> I was afraid to do these reviews with you because I was like, man, I, I watched. You're a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Look me in the eyes and tell me the number, damn it. So I watched. Hey, he stared at me as I gave it. I was, little, I was starting <laughs> to sweat. Yeah, so like. You're I, next to him. I follow Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports and I watch his, his one pizza reviews. Pizza reviews, right. Follow him all over the place. Yeah. Fucking love his pizza reviews. When he was in town, I wanted to go kind of like check him out, but like I never got a chance to. Like, when he's with, when the owner comes out and they're like, and he's like, he's like looking at it, he's like, you're not going to fucking like me here in about five minutes, so like, temper your expectations. But no, like, this is a really good beer. One five for me, I'm the wine guy in this group probably. You are the yeah. wine wine guy. 100%. You'll drink any wine. Yeah. Do you drink the Snoop Dogg wine? <laughs> it's okay. I love that dog. That it's fucking okay. Snoop Dogg wine. It's okay. All right. <laughs> it's okay. He's a he's a wine connoisseur. Yeah, you I like that expensive that. ass shit. He I, does. That's not true. No, what do you like? I'm all over the place, man. I don't have a go-to. I just fucking drink wine. Whatever's on special at the so at like, the state store. I own a construction company, right? So like, this guy that works for me bought a fifty dollar case of fucking wine like off the internet. So he brings me a bottle of wine. He's like, I don't know. I just picked it out. I thought you'd like it. Hands it to me. We drink it. 
And it's like, I'm like, all right, out of nowhere, I've never heard of this fucking bullshit, but it's you like a the boxed wine. Good wine. Boxed wine <laughs> is good if you're in college. <laughs> if you're in college, everything has its place. Everything around what you do at college, when you're you were in college, and you do a tour to Franzia, you're fucking. I feel dead. like Drew wants to relive his college year some days. So, with this being a ninth anniversary beer, is it one and done? Like you'll yes. never make it again. I'll never make it again. Make it's, it again. it's good. It's it's really good. Which sucks because I. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll make it again. I, I feel like <laughs> probably not. I feel like that's a beer you should bring back, man. It might be. The thing is with this, like, it's never going to be the same. You know, every right, right, is right. different. Yeah, every right, right, you know, right. so it's sure. um. And that's fine. Like we're we're pleased with where it was when is we tasted some, it. And have you done other barrel aged beers before? We we have. I've got a really nice. I just remembered. I down in my walk in. I've got last year's our eighth anniversary bourbon barrel stout. Okay. And um, I don't know. If you want, I can run down and grab one here in a few. Uh, but we've got a bunch of. Uh, Couple other beers to try first, I guess. Yeah, yeah. but that that bourbon. If you guys like bourbon barrel styles, oh, I love, yeah. that's my jam. Man. I mean, I can run it again. I haven't yeah, had we, one in a while. We tried <laughs> Not that I'm drinking right now. Anyway. So Go- Goose Island put out their their like they had a big series. Goose yeah, right. Island sucks. Did you like those? Did you? I know you tried them. I won't try them because they're Anheuser Busch. They're know. they're InBev, you know. So we we yeah. tried we tried. They've one crossed over. Yeah. yeah, we tried one on the show. They're commercial. Over. They're commercial. <laughs> I think it's one of like the bottom three rated beers we've ever tried. Which one? Go- the Goose Island Barrel Bourbon Stout that I brought that one time. I mean, there's been a few recently they that were, have maybe like, are competing with it. They were like they were like eighteen dollars a fucking bottle too. Yeah, I mean they're supposed to be awesome. They were, they were nasty. We yeah. had two of them. They were fucking awful. They were wow. bad. I have one still at my house, like one that we didn't try. Are you trying to age it? No, I just, <laughs> I, just I keep refusing to drink it. I see it in the back of my fridge, and I'm like. All right, so so as a professional, Zach, Chuck thinks that he is like the king of aging his beers. <laughs> I'm not the king of aging them. So is that like, is that to. actually a thing? Like, so when he goes, he'll buy a pumpkin stout or something, and he'll keep it for like a year. Is that like so is that something you should be doing? Well, Chuck, why don't you tell me how you're aging your beers <laughs> <laughs> on the shelf? They, it doesn't like get like aged like it's in like my basement and like it stays like sixty. It's probably 70. good. Yeah, you go like, straighten up and up and down or on their sides. Uh, I put them on their sides. You're wrong. No, Ooh, you're wrong. So you, you do you bitch. do wine on their sides. And the only reason uh, for that is to keep the cork wet traditionally, okay. yes. so that it doesn't rot out and let too much oxygen into the cork because the cork's alive and breathes. Um, with bottle caps. Are you aging bottles or cans? Bottles. All right. So, yeah, with bottles, you want to leave them straight up. And the reason for that is oxygen is the number one killer of beer. If you have the bottle straight up and down, you, you know, you only have, have this. Space. Mm-hmm. You only have this much surface area of air that's touching the beer. When you're on your side, you get that big bubble that crosses the whole surface. Okay. So you're saying you want just the tip. You just want the tip. <laughs> <laughs> and you should only age Bottles, not cans. You can age cans, but um, the difference with bottles and cans is bottles will very slightly breathe. And a lot of when you're aging a beer, um, here are kind of like the the rules behind that. 8% or higher. um, Don't age beers that are like IPAs. You know, Mm. if you age a double IPA or something, it's just going to turn into a barley wine. Essentially, because the hops are the first thing to dissipate in the beer. It's not really just like what you'd want to do. You want to do big beers like this would be a good one to age. You want to do stouts or 
I don't know, sours mm-hmm. can age really well, like traditional, like live sours, not the fruited sour type okay, yeah. stuff that, that that's out there. That was my question because we, we do a lot of. I, I really like sour beers. Yeah. And we get we a lot didn't of realize those. that I until didn't. we started doing I never tried a sour beer until we started doing this. Yeah. But we get a lot of them that are like the fruited sours, and a lot of them say like drink fresh, which makes yeah. sense in my mind because it's yeah, fruit. Yeah. So now that you say that, that makes a lot of sense. You know, you can age the ones that aren't. You could age like the Belgian lambics right, and right, stuff right. like that mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so you can age cans. The, the downside with aging cans is that the bottles will still breathe a little bit. And oxygen, while oxygen is terrible for beer, a little bit on a large beer will help develop some of those characters and those flavors. And they'll start to pull out some more interesting notes of, uh, you know, sherry or vanilla or things like that. Where if you're going to age a can, cans absolutely don't breathe whatsoever. So it's, not gonna, it's just not going to be as productive. Of an exercise. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. So, so now that you're schooling us a little bit, we're learning something here. I, one of my questions I had for you, because you're just going off and killing it, is <laughs> what lingo should we know when we're describing beers? Because, again, we've never, like, we've never made beers or anything. We just like to drink them. So you're over here saying breathe and, and different notes. And obviously I've heard notes and whatever, but, like, yeah, right. T- tell us some, a little more of the lingo that we should know. Like, like multi is, like, we, we try a lot of malty beers. Yeah. We can definitely taste that flavor, you know, and stuff. But I, I'm, I'm trying to learn here. I'm trying to learn something, Zach. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on specific. Let's, let's, let's do an exercise let's do like on what you're tasting right now. Yeah. So the biggest thing to do, um, if you want to learn how to, like, speak to beer, I mean, there is some, like, you know, lingo that's more common than others. You know, people will often say piney bready right, you know, right things like that that's us we're, we're just um, such lame asses and that's fine that's fine it's more for you and your notes so like when you smell a beer um try to put it into perspective of things that it reminds you of right um and the only way to get better at doing that is taste and taste and taste a lot of different things not just beers just like things you wouldn't ever Chuck, think to taste before taste something different <laughs> maybe that's why your career hasn't taken off maybe <laughs> maybe no i get it so you know try a lot of different flavors you know that makes sense yeah i always think back to this pot this um netflix documentary called som and it was about a group of people who were studying to become master sommeliers and i always made fun of the one dude on there he would swirl his glass of wine and then sniff it and he'd right. go fresh cut garden hose fresh cut <laughs> tennis ball freshly opened pack of tennis balls and it's like okay this guy's a fucking idiot right <laughs> but i get where he's coming from like these are things that it reminded him of that he was picking up so but like it's the same concept just less douchey yeah <laughs> but that's 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 beer in general to be honest right right <laughs> I just want to make sure, like, we're actually not coming off as that guy, you know? Like, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, we definitely keep it real. Yeah, we yeah. keep it real. But I, I, you know, I sometimes like that. It's like more just like common, just layman's terms, you know? Yeah. That's it. Beer doesn't have to be yeah. so. What are we? All right, Joe. All right. You know, beer doesn't have to be so fancy. Beer has to be. Um, it's beer. It's it's like the every every man's right. drink. It's uh, it's been around forever. It's what people were 
given as pay back in the day. You know, that's mm-hmm. they were paying people with beer and they were building the pyramids. And I, I mean, still, it's just like uh, I still get paid like that. Yeah, you still pay people with beer. I, there are certain customers who have paid me in beer. Yeah, I mean, so it's like you don't have to. Yeah, you did give me a tip in beer. Just for lack tip. of a better Pittsburgh term, be all hoity-toity about it, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah for sure. All right, so now that we've tried our first beer and we got to know Zach a little better, uh, why don't we get into our weekly segment here? Do you have – do you, you don't have a sound ready? to drink? Yes. <laughs> Drew, give us – I don't have us, a fucking sound bite. Give us our – well, that, I, that was your job. Give us our reasons to drink this week. So my man Drew over here gives us uh, – the weekly holidays, the national, you know, so, international holidays. So, Zach, you ever, like, hear, like, National Hot Dog Day, right? Like, shit like that. Like, National Hot Dog Day. People sell, like, they're like, oh, have your hot dogs on Wednesday this week, right? Yeah. That's, I'm the fucking guy who brings that shit up. I'm that guy. I'm yeah? That guy. All right, well, let's talk I'm about it. I know about hot dogs. Yeah, well, that's not, <laughs> that's not on tap this Zach, week. Zach likes a good glizzy. <laughs> hey, listen, we, we host a hot dog eating competition every Dude, summer. Shit. Yeah, and hey, I've got hot dog cannons, and I've got like Drew would like yeah, to pretty fucking uh, yeah, sign herself up. Can we sign it's Drew kind up? of a big deal. Can we sign Drew up right now? <laughs> Here's the thing: I'm gonna lose. I'll hate like two. <laughs> That's right. We're gonna but be like, here. To cheer you know on. who in our ranks I think would would, would do well? Jeff. Oh, <laughs> Jeff. You, I bet you he could fucking hammer him down. He probably could. All right. He likes those Trojan hoogies down the right, so, so why are we drinking this week, Drew? Well, here's the thing. I want to. I just want to apologize to everybody. I think I've been leading us astray. I was reading these some of these wrong. So like some of these fucking holidays that say they're national. Well, like this thing's like they they look at holidays all around the world, and some of these national days are like from other countries. So they meant to put inter. Well, no. So I looked up. There was a day this week coming up, and it was like blah 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 day in the UK. Well, I'm not fucking celebrating that day. What the hell? Zach will be. It was spotted. <laughs> <Dick Day. laughs> spotted no, because like a couple weeks ago, we had National Nacho Day. Pinkies up, bitches. National Nacho Day was not in the U.S. Wasn't it in Mexico? It, National Nacho Day is in the U.S. this week. Ah, shit. So we let Jeff off the fucking hook. We did. So maybe you got to do a better job doing your research. You just uh, suck well, at your job right now. No, Who I declares this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. True. I don't know. Some some website, I guess. So I looked into it. And I Is was this like, Wikipedia? So today was the first day I realized it. Because I was looking and I was like, all right, these are the things we're talking about this week. And I was like, this week coming up is going to be anti-bullying week. And this means you motherfuckers can't talk shit on me all week. <laughs> but this is only in England. So, so we, we can still talk we shit on you, buddy. We can still shit. talk shit. Bring Good. it on, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Actually, it is National Pickle Week here in the Ooh. United States. Is it really? Yeah. A little pickle. National Pickle Week. Pickle time. We you all want to get a plate of pickles out here? We make our own <laughs> fermented pickles in house. No yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. he, listen, right. he just got the biggest heart on it. Like, you like pickles? <laughs> I have half a chub right his pickle, <laughs> His pickle just doubled in size. <laughs> What's the deal, bro? <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'll go get a plate of pickles. Here's the deal. I'm 99% British, so don't talk shit about me while I'm gone. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Weird. Uh... <laughs> Hold on while he's gone. Is anybody here like bread and butter is no? No, if it's a no for me, dog. It's definitely 100% no if it's bread and butter. It's a yes for me. 
Yes. No. Yes no. I'll, I'll, I'll eat them. Absolutely not. If it's no. bread and butter, fuck no. I will do bread and butter. I will do sweet and spicy. Hey, Willie, Willie loves I, all the pickles. There's not a pickle I won't put in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Actually, <laughs> I'm a dill guy. Gotta be, gotta be uh, kosher. Yeah. Straight up so original. Kosher dill. While he's gone, the next thing up. Oh, you're going to talk shit on him? No. <laughs> National Education Week in the United States and globally, National Education Week. So it's Teachers Week. I would like to say to my wife, who is actually here for once, <laughs> you're my favorite teacher. Hey, are you her favorite student? <laughs> she hates me. What does she teach you about? Oh, uh, whatever, whatever she saw porn on or uh, Chaz on Pornhub last week about. <laughs> Hey, she's on that hentai stuff right now. No. Oh. oh, she's coming in oh, for a hug. Look at that. It's because I just bought her a drink. <laughs> Not only did you buy her a drink, you bought her a trip to Jamaica. True. Italy is our coming to Jamaica. We have confirmed it today. So uh, watch that goes up one more time. What if anybody doing? wants to come to Jamaica, hit us up. What are you doing? We're going to Jamaica. And, uh, Liz February. wants to know if we're going. Um, didn't I tell you guys if she said we could go, we'd be there? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, Pretty yeah. much. So, so we're, you're going. That's, we're that's what it comes down to. Liz said take out a credit card so we could afford it. Oh, look at this. Look at this delicious bowl Zach of pickles. Zach just came back with a bowl of pickles. Just dashed it down onto so the table. Good. It smells so good. Um, all right, let's pass these. Miles. Zach, while, we, while you were gone, we were just, uh, Drew was National moving on. National Education Day. National Education Day, and his wife's a teacher, so he was. that's why there was a little action going on over here. Oh, yeah. I missed that on the he action. missed that on the action. Yeah. He's but, trying to warm her up. But we are taking a trip to Jamaica in... Uh, Did I just see you sniff that pickle? <laughs> yeah. Like this... Well, I, we were just talking about being douchey. <laughs> <laughs> now you know why he gets picked on. He freaks it out himself. I'm not like a... I hate bread and butter fucking pickles. Like, All right. Like, it's like a what gag is, reflex. What, so is it's like a, mm. what is it pickled in? It's not... So this is a little bit different. So part of this menu that we're running right now, it's actually really fucking. We good. ferment a lot of things in house now to kind pickle. of play off the idea that we're a brewery. Yeah, that doesn't. So taste this like is a, a pickle. fermented pickle, okay. which it it's like a pickle. it basically ferments naturally um, with lactobacillus, which is the same bacteria that's primarily used to make sour beers. Really, wow. I was gonna say it tastes sour. And I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, it yeah. tastes like a yeah. cucumber on electricity. Like it's just like boom, go. That's really good. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Yeah, they're tasty. Different. They're, uh, yeah. different. they're a different type of pickle. Yeah. I wasn't quite sure unique. like where you very were going. Like, you know, since you got your, you know, your Chinese restaurant, or are you like kind of like fermenting them on a Chinese kind of way or what? Or like what a is, that's I hate racist. Is what is no, that? No, because like there's Chinese like pickles. Like there's a way. There's, there's Chinese it's pickles? He ferments it's, them differently. Like, they the are Chinese, fermented differently, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know about Chinese pickles, to be honest with you, but I <laughs> do know smaller. Smaller. <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> principally speaking, like all fermented foods or the majority of fermented foods, I would say like, okay, I can't say all or the majority, but a lot of fermented foods use the same bacteria to ferment. Um, in this case, like this would be the same sort of 
bacteria that's used to ferment like our house kimchi, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, that's a Korean based product, but yeah. So, you know, you're gonna get that same sourness and tang. Um, but yeah, like the, what I like about them is that it still tastes like a fresh cucumber. Yes. And yes. I hate cucumbers. Yeah. But it's just, it just but lights up. it's really up. good. It mm-hmm. just lights up. Well, let's hear some numbers. What is this going to be? Are going to rate them? This, <laughs> this is going to be weird be because Zach says, rate my pickle, bitches. Yeah. That, that's actually my website. I stuck Zach's <laughs> pickle in my mouth, and instead of chewing, I sucked. So. <laughs> uh, that is that is. Are fire. we going to go zero to two? That's also on yeah, his yeah, website. You can yeah. chew it or suck it. <laughs> I would give your pickle a two. Oh, well, you like it that much. <laughs> I do. Wow. That's really good. You're a whore. I am. <laughs> I'm going to on the pickle as well. <laughs> hey, th- there's something about that British pickle. It tastes a little different. different. I'm going 175 just because I don't want to be like East It's Fuckers. different than the Chinese pickle. <laughs> it is very, very good. It's really good. Dude, it's the, I'm telling you, it's, it's why I love sour food because it just makes you want to keep going in. Well, that's like, just it. it. It keeps pulling you back. Yeah. It really keeps pulling you back mm-hmm. for another bite, another bite. What are you drinking bite. there? College or is that this the is uh, college? Because we usually yeah. I bet the college pairs nice with that pickle. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try it now. He's tried it once or twice. Yeah. What am I? What am I drinking? Oh, that's gonna bring you back to college. No, you should. You're drinking some nuts with your pickle. Uh, this is the nut brown. Nut brown. Mm. All right. College so is good. What's though. the name of this? Shoebrew Nut Brown Ale. Shoebrew Nut Brown. I don't know. It's new for us. We it's couldn't really come up with the name. I had it earlier. It's good. It is good. Yeah, right on. Thanks. Yeah, we just mm. put it out last week, and yeah. it came out, and we're like, fuck, we don't have a name, which happens a lot. And then <laughs> everybody's names were, like, super inappropriate. So, so we're just, just like, we're just calling it Nut Brown. Do you just crowdsource to, like, your, your crew? Yeah, like, unless something, like, comes to us. You know, some yeah. stuff's easy to come up with. But That's what she said. It's getting harder, like, the longer we're open. <laughs> she did say that. <laughs> she did say that. So we've determined that, uh, all right, enough with you two, right? <laughs> yeah, what do you guys need, a room for five minutes You're or right? what? Uh, he don't five, need five minutes. <laughs> he needs, like, he needs five like three. Minutes. Five minutes is, like, including cleanup. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So Tuesday, November 15th. Mark your calendars. Mark. We already knew November was National Entrepreneurs Month. Oh. National Entrepreneurs Day is Tuesday, November 15th, and we're at a table with some entrepreneurs here, so congratulations. Celebrate that whole side of the table. Off. That's wow. entrepreneur side of the table. Off on, on National Entrepreneurs Day. It's only nine days away. Yeah. I plan on well, relaxing. So like, <laughs> this won't release till next Sunday, so we try to plan next Oh, week. well then. Yeah, we're all going to talk about, like, we talked about Veterans Day last week. That's only two days from now. Which, for you, I would like to say thank you for your service. Absolutely. Oh. My dad's a Marine, so I feel yeah. you. All right, cool, yeah. Love Marines. Yeah. Um, Who yeah. are? Moving on. My <laughs> wife being Who said that? Who said that? <laughs> what? Did you say hoorah? Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's not even what the Marines say. <laughs> <laughs> That's an army thing. Is it? I don't know. This fucking guy. Uh, what, nah. what do the Marines do? I don't know. I did they a Marine Corps ball last year. I don't know why the, the army makes it a hoo-ha. 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 That sounds so dumb. Yeah. Hoo-ha is a... Hoo-ha. I, hoo-ha. I don't know what the army says, but it's something with an H. And the, the, the Marines are hoo-rah. Right? I, I, I just wanted to... Ask him your question. Make balls? funny yeah, that's fine. Ask, um, that's fine. ask him your Latin question. Ah. So, since you're in a Marine Corps... Oh, boy. 
<laughs> there's so, a local question because he was in the Marines. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I trivia this week. I I, uh, I did a round of. You can't uh, ask me about Semper Fidelis. I am the oh. Latin. Yeah, so it's a Latin. What's it translate into in English? It's always faithful. There you go. All right. See, Damn. that's a, that's a true Marine right there. That was a little pep talk I gave my staff during COVID. Kind of douchey, actually, as I think about it. <laughs> this is a theme. <laughs> But I remember during COVID, at the very beginning, everyone's like, what are we going to do? And we're like, well, we're going to switch to takeout. And we set out the whole plan. I talked about when I was in the Marine Corps, the, the official Marine Corps motto is Semper Fidelis, which is, a, you know, again, always faithful. But like sort of the unofficial Marine Corps motto is Semper Gumby, always flexible. And so that was sort of like the, the lesson. It's like we have to learn to be uh, able to, you know, bend and move and come up with new plans on the fly. So that's funny because Drew, I see your wheels just turning no, in there it. with that one. <laughs> it's funny because Chaz has always faithful tattooed on his lower back. It's my trans stamp. And Kirsten has always Gumby. flexible on her lower back. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how I knew it was going to work out for this dude. Yeah. Third time's a charm, baby. <laughs> Sometimes it takes that long. Well, what, what, else, what other kind of days we got coming up here, Drew? Why else are we drinking? Well, next week you can also celebrate your days by getting some Botox shot in your forehead on National Botox Day. My wife is celebrating. She has Botox? She got Botox. No shit. Where'd you get Botox tell. at? You uh, needed it? I need a refill. <laughs> Is that how that works? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, it only lasts for so long. You're 17. They're not like implants. She wants those too. Do you know what it is? I mean, no, not. I mean, I know what. Like botulism. how it works? Not really. No, I have no clue. You know what botulism is? Eh, kinda. So botulism is a product of uh, improperly like fermenting foods. Uh, that can That's happen when there's like poison. no oxygen, and it'll—it's a neurotoxin. Okay, and it basically paralyzes you. Botox is botulinum toxin, and so it basically freezes wherever they inject it. It, it uses the toxin from botulinum bacteria to freeze your face in place. So that's why people can't smile and they can't like. You know, express you, themselves. My mind went somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> if you got Botox, listen. I thought he was going to go straight down like a Jeffrey Dahmer or like. If you got like Botox Avenue. while you were hard, would it stay hard? <laughs> <laughs> hey, would that be a blessing uh, or a curse? Skin would. Well, I mean, if the skin's the the. Isn't that what it Viagra is? Yeah, up, right? you'd be a shell of a man. Yeah, but I don't, like, I don't think it works that way. I feel like we've heard the warnings, like if you have a heart on for more than three or four hours, call a doctor. I don't know, something totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's wild, man. We keep learning all kind of stuff today. Yeah. We got to do these on-site yeah. things more often. I thought it was more of a filler thing. Like it just, you know. Filled like you up. Shooting some bacon grease in there. Let's go for it. <laughs> When you got Botox, did they educate you about it? Did you know how it worked? Oh, yes. You see, you got to drop knowledge. I know. All about and she's a teacher. She's she, all about she's secrets. She's dropping the ball. I know. So, so next you, time you get injected, I want to see you move your forehead. <laughs> well, you can right away, but then it takes a little while, like a couple weeks to work. A couple of weeks. Like three weeks or so. How long does it last? And then you become a zombie. A couple months. 
Last couple months. Like three months? We're, we're, Only we're, three months? Yeah. All right, Drew, let's be honest. Were you... Did I notice a difference? Yes. Did you, did you like the difference? I didn't even notice it. Oh, you didn't notice the difference? Wait, did she tell you that she was going to I get it? The Drew's really face. not looking at her forehead that I much, the though. Difference in my face. I noticed. I thought that's exactly where he was looking down on. <laughs> hey, Drew. What no, if you got Botox on your balls? Do you think your wrinkles would go away? I would hope nice, so. Nice plump ball. Yeah, nice just like a, it would look like a big, like a like an egg apple. sack. <laughs> What's an egg sack? <laughs> this is a perfect segue. This is a perfect segue. I was going to say, we were talking about. This is a perfect segue with the balls. Dude was getting Brazilians earlier, and, yeah. and Kirsten was saying that she was trying to get Chaz to get a Brazilian before Jamaica. Well, that and my vasectomy. Oh, and your vasectomy. Yes, yeah, right. my snip. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, you're still in she, said you gotta, she said you got to flap it out like a big... Like a, big, uh, like a fucking like a parachute. Sail. Like yeah. a sail, yeah. Yeah, you, you have to like, stretch it out. it out. So maybe Botox would help that. I don't know. So uh, there's no stretching then, right? You're literally just... You're all the way at capacity at that point. Right. But here's the thing. If you have Botox the on your balls... The balloon is full. If you have Botox on your balls, wouldn't they stick to your like fucking leg more then? Because they don't shrink as much? I mean, so it, would, it would just be like you'd be like walking around with like. You'd be Batman and all. This <laughs> yeah, you might have to just have a little different sway. Flap your wings. A little swagger just change. Change your swagger, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Speaking of changing Chuck's swagger, next week is the Great American Smokeout. Uh, you supposed to quit smoking a couple years ago? Uh, where the fuck have you been, bro? He's on a streak right hey, now. Yeah, that that meant to be part of my opening, but I do have to congratulate. Where Chuck have I been? Like, I, this is a fucking topic we've discussed. What is, have you seen me smoke in like the I've last been his like month? Biggest, you know, naysayer to tell him to quit smoking, and he yeah. since he since he came this down with typhoid Mary syndrome yes. and he was sick. <laughs> What'd you say? He stopped smoking for the last three weeks now. Because because oh no no no! We're on week five. Good job. Listen, <laughs> yesterday was the yesterday was start of week five. If anybody five. knows the count, it's yeah. this guy right here. Yeah. He knows the count. Yeah. He inflates everything. All his, all his inches are inflated. Day, huh? Chaz, did you go out and buy those Beats headphones just so you looked cooler than everyone else? <laughs> <laughs> so usually, so we're DJs by trade, right? Okay. So these are like my DJ headphones. All I've right. had I've had them for... Again, so he looks cooler than yeah. all of us. That's, that's exactly Maybe I I prefer him. You know, it's you just should me. see Willie's headphones because I'm DJ. Yeah, he, he actually he actually stole them from his little kid. They, they cover like half of his ear. They're like Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> they look like the Walkman uh, headphones from back in the eighties. Oh, nice. <laughs> I just I like mine because I can spin them. You know, that way I can actually hear uh, like, uh, yeah that's, everything. That's sick. Yeah. That's <laughs> Sick, bro. Of <laughs> yeah, that's why you pay the extra. Hey, I, these are before Apple bought them, so these are legit. Dr. Oh, gee, by These are Compton. Yeah, straight. So we have. I have two more. I days. may have like two other pairs. This one's so. also Chuck and Dickie centric. It's National Vasectomy. Dickie centric. Wait, when is it? National day. Vasectomy Day. Next Friday. Next Friday. Oh. Have you made your appointment yet? Yeah, it's Is it uh, next Friday. Well, it's scheduled and it's scheduled for the middle of December. Look, however, he's wiggling around in his chair. <laughs> I know, yeah. like, he's fucking feeling it. However, um, we're going through some uh, insurance things. We right got to get his fund me going, man. Zach, I don't know if you have, but I highly recommend. I'm planning on it. I think how, how many kids do you have? 
We got two. We're done. Okay. Boys, girls, mixture. One of each. Okay. Uh, no, he's got the, we'll call it a mixture. Got the package. How old? Uh, our boy is uh, turning seven in a month, and then our daughter just turned five. Okay. Nice. 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 Great ages. Great ages. See? Yep. I got two and nine People months. say that. Yeah. I actually, <laughs> I, I actually just heard a stat. Jazz has Irish twins. No, they're not Irish twins. Two in a year? No, they're not two in a year, idiot. 18 months apart. 18 months. Uh, 18 months. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. Those are more like lower Latvia twins. <laughs> <laughs> 18 months. Serbian yeah. twins. They're under two years. Hey, when they tell you birth control, yeah, fuck that after having a kid. That's how we got the second one. Well, I know I'm it's celebrating. It's not as effective. I know I'm celebrating on that day, so you guys are all shit. What are you going to do to celebrate? You're going to... I'm going to drink. Uh, I thought and you were going to like jack off in the living toast. room or something. I'm just going to bang everybody I see. Toast to go in. <laughs> Is that what... I'm only going to see you, honey. Clarify what it sounds like. Is it? (laughs) What does it sound like when you do it? (laughs) (laughs) What is the What is the noise your wife thinks of when you're ejaculating? (laughs) (laughs) What noise will she describe your your ejaculation I, as it's, it's very fresh in my memory like a dry eve <laughs> from this morning from this morning <laughs> you'll hear it later in the back of your jeep on the way home will you <laughs> alright that's the noise your dick makes Zach Fort Willie first pour us another beer <laughs> It sounded like a. Just so you know, Zach is not inviting us back again, but it's all good. We we love him. Uh, I mean, his, his staff keeps coming and closing that door. <laughs> For all, there's yeah. Tell us about this next beer, Zach. Yeah, so this next beer is our newest release in our pixelated IPA series, Ooh. which is just our series of. Hazy IPAs. This is um, we call them pixelated because they're all va- based on a different retro video game. Uh, this one's called 20 to 13. It's based on Pong. Uh, on the label, you see a little Pong screen, basically, and the score is 20 to 13. Picked that because that's the year that we opened. Ah, that's cool. Um, that's like cool. Yeah, this see, beer feat. We have got like 100 beers in this series. We're probably close to putting it to, uh, to rest, actually. It's hard to come up with references now, but um, yeah, you know the uh, the beer is pretty good. It just came out on Friday. It features pretty much all Rawaka hops, which are a New Zealand style hop. Interesting. So we like to describe our can sometimes too, and you did a little bit there. Yeah. It has the old school TV on it. That's awesome. So do you guys? design your artwork or do you work with a company that you exclusively that kind of so we basically have three designers we've got um one guy who does more of our like um graphical style cans that we need done one guy who does some of our more like minimalistic designs and then the third guy is me which is pretty much the guy who does it whenever he forgets to tell one of the other two to do it in time (laughs) So, I did this one. Oh, it's awesome, though. Really? That's, That's pretty awesome. dope. He was like, Who oh, shit, we need a can. We need a can. Who did the anniversary? Uh, the aniv- actually, so Erica did the anniversary, my wife. Oh, yeah? So there's yeah. a fourth designer. 
Yeah, there is a fourth designer. She's done both bottles that we've released before. Um, she did our, uh, oh, last year for Valentine's Day, we released a traditional, like, um, living sour beer called Sex Dungeons and Dragons. And it was a uh, sour aged on dragon sounds fruit. Awesome. Oh, that sounds really yeah, good. Yeah, it was cool. She hit a dildo on the label. <laughs> no, she did. <laughs> Yeah, she that did. I don't think epic. any customer ever saw it. No She's one already it. got points on our but book now. But if people have uh, bottles at their house, you know, look around. There's a hidden dildo on there. Bring your dildo in. You'll get a, a free beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we always run that special. <laughs> so uh, this, is, uh, tasty beer. this is a really good beer. I like it. It so, is. I'm gonna try to describe this. Chuck is our resident IPA. He's the uh-huh. big IPA guy. Yeah. Yes. All right. And I was the one who was always like against it. Not against it, but I just we've all developed the thought of it, you know. And then I started trying them. This is. I like the thickness of the blonde. You know, it's like the color of apple. What does that mean? What yeah. blonde? Yeah. I like, I like the, the color thickness of, of the blonde. Like blonde. Oh. <laughs> it's like all yeah, right. It's like. <laughs> It's bad, bitch, o'clock. It has a little bit of that thickness to it, though. Like you would, Hell think, yeah, you would think of like a darker beer, though. You know, I don't know. I just described what I've t- tried before. It, it's really cool. Like I like the the color of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a pale straw color. Mm-hmm. What did you say the hops were in this? They're from New Zealand. New Zealand. Primarily, there's only one featured hop in it. It's called Rawaka. Rawaka. Yeah, I like it. It's got a lot of really cool like. Fruity things about it. Yeah. What I also like about it, though, is a little stinky. It kind of catches you off guard. It's in a weird way, but kind of like a pleasing way to me. Yeah. It's got like a little bit of a BO thing going on, which I think is like a weird descriptor, but I get that. And I was, I, I was kind of scared to smell it after you called him a douche for smelling a pickle. You're allowed to smell the beer. The pickle. I've never seen someone smell a pickle before. That's right. my point. But, but we, we always smell them, and this does not come across as like, the only way I know to describe it is super hoppy. Right? Yeah, all right. Yeah. And it, it doesn't come across like that. No. And when you taste it, it, it's the same way, too. It has, like, it, it, stinky is a funny way to describe it that you just said. It has, it has that hit of the, the hops and whatever, but it's not pow- overpowering, you know. And that, that's what I think I don't like is an overpowering, you know, hoppy flavor. Um, but it definitely gives you a little bit of that. And right. It lets, I don't you know. Know, it lets you know it's there. I just think, like, but a lot it's, of, like, it's not all in your face. A lot of those hoppy beers, to me, like a light beer is just there's something about it. This this has a thickness to it that I like because I like mm-hmm. like the the ambers and stuff like that. But a lot of those aren't that we've tried aren't typically hoppy. So yeah. it kind of mixes those two worlds in my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes any sense. That's why I said thick blonde. But I, um, I like th- I like thick blondes. Thick blondes. This yeah. reminds me of uh, I believe it's Lagunita, something hazy. Okay. Yeah, right. That reminds me like. I guess haze is a better word than thick. That's probably the word. Hey, you got to watch like the name drops because if it's like a you know an Inca, well, you know, Einheiser Bush, he's gonna he's gonna knock you out. He can say, <laughs> "Hey, no, 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 we're good." <laughs> that's what it reminds me. That's it's all right. Like, yeah. And that's a very well known beer, and it's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I'll start my rating off with a one two five. Mm, I'm not an IPA guy, so like I'm not reaching out for this. But if somebody had it and was like, "Here, I got this," mm. I'll drink the shit out of it. Hey, you don't gotta. And the reason why you make different beers is because everybody has a different palate. Right. Exactly. Right. right. That that's right where I am too. A one two five because again, as someone who doesn't love 
you know, when I think an IPA and hoppiness, this is like, I could drink this. You know what I mean? I would come to, if someone gave this to me, I'd be like, yeah, I'll get down that thing. You know, it's good. Yeah. It's, it, it has that nice balance, I would say, if, if you're not into the, it's like, you know, hoppy beer, but this introduces you kind of the you know, hoppy flavor-ish, you know? So I'm right there. Hoppy flavorish. That's hoppy exactly flavor-ish. what I was talking about. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I was asking you. Like I know, I know, I don't know what I'm talking about. But I just know what I taste. And, I want and someone actually, to come up with a descriptor. What does it remind? Hoppy flavorish. It actually goes good with that pickle. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it does. What does it remind you of? Oh. I don't know. I drank all of mine, so I get a little like guava sort of character in there. Mm, a little bit. See, I guess my problem is, and and you said it before, is like you gotta taste different things. I've, we talk about it all the time. I've never tried a guava in my life. I don't know what that tastes like, you know? Like, a lot of the flavors that these IPAs and, like, I think you eat, like, chicken fingers and... No, but, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spicy. I like spicy and sour. Spicy all right. and sour. This tastes like a number six from Wendy's. <laughs> Fucking A. But it has What's def- number def- six? It's a big beef and cheddar. <laughs> no, hey, fuck you guys. Enough number seven I'm, is the spicy chicken, no, right? No, it's number six. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Uh, and it definitely has the mayonnaise on it because it gives it that little thickness. Oh, that, seasoned yeah. curlies. <laughs> seasoned curlies. I'm ignorant. All right, give me a fucking... I'll, I'll go. Give me I'll a give bourbon. you a score, too. I'll go one, two, five. Uh, again, for me, it's mm. like... I'm not a big IPA guy, but this is definitely a drinkable beer for me. Um, mm. I would I would enjoy this probably in the summertime more. I think it's more of a summertime kind of feel to it. All right. Yeah. Willie's really big into like seasonals. When, when he should be yes. drinking. Yeah, yes. I kind of yes. associate like the taste with all oh, this should be a great beer with this moment or this time or or this kind of pairing kind of thing. You know, and this he, this he sits on his porch a lot. This looks like he, summertime. He's a porch drinker. This that, looks like summertime, and it tastes like summertime. So I, I would definitely go down that road. Right, One, two, went, five, though, solid beer. You went first last time. Uh, I'm going to round it out here. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm between two, and I don't know where to go. I'm, uh, it's a solid beer for me. Is there bonus points for the can design? Uh, the, the can design, I think, is amazing, even though it's we like very, super simple. We had that basement, for sure. Um, I think everybody had their, this right. TV in their basement. Like sold. <laughs> some people probably still have this TV to their name. I'm going to go a 175. Whoa, there you go. There for you, you guys, Zach, where does this rate on your scale for sales? Like, I mean, this, this just popular? came out Friday, okay. so um, it's still too new to see. But, yeah, like anytime we release a new beer in this series, it's the top seller yeah. that we currently have on draft. Um, and you know, when I, if I pull the sales right now, I'm not going to be surprised if it's the same way yeah. for this one. It's just, you know, hazy IPs, nothing still contends with sales wise. Huh. Um, you know, I know I've been like talking a lot of shit about all the four of you guys, but frankly, <laughs> we like it. I, I want you to remember that as of right now, the pickle still ranks higher than any of my beers. <laughs> Well, so. well, I, well I'm just say shut the brewery only, down and get the restaurant yeah, business bigger. We haven't gotten to that third beer yet. Zilly Pickle Company. There you go. Two of us have already tried it. Yeah. And we've loved it. Oh, you've already tried this one. Okay. No, some of us have. Some of us have. We still want to. All right. That's cool. I just was. Uh, yeah. That one's a weird one. It is, it is but it's, it's it's a good it's, weird. It is a good weird. weird. See, like this one though, so, it was just. Well, I'll ask you. Like it definitely had the the hops, but it finishes super smooth. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's what I really liked about it. That's what I mean. It, it doesn't overpower your palate. And that's something that I could drink. Which, again, reminds me of, like, a very drinkable, you know, enjoyable kind of beer. You know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> just got silent. I know. That's awkward. It's like, we usually take a break right around. You got to pee. Yeah. Is, that your, is this your pee break? I'm good right now. I already okay. one while I got you guys beers. Right. Oh, thanks, buddy. Thanks. The call is really good. Is there a break? Are you yeah. saying that? I don't I mean, care. do you need a break or no? I was going to go fill up my vodka soda. Oh, here, we'll take yes. a quick. Yeah. Yes, go ahead. Take a, yeah, go fill up a quick. And maple syrup barrels. Wow. Okay. That sounds delightful. Yeah, I think that one, if I recall, that started off, we had done a dessert sour um, with the base of that, and we made it like a pecan pie beer. Okay. Like a pecan pie style. And we took that and aged it in maple and bourbon barrels. How do you get a buff? How do you get your hands on a Buffalo Trace barrel? You got to kill a guy. <laughs> no, it's, uh... <laughs> uh... Now, we actually go, there's a barrel broker. You know, one of the things with bourbon is they can only use their barrels one time. Right. So they've got a ton of product there. They've got a lot of money invested in these barrels. Um, and they're obviously very valuable for breweries. Um, who want to make beer that has the characteristics of the bourbon, age. Yeah. bourbon yeah. and oak and all that. So they sell them to a broker, and then they sell them to us. Love it. So there's a middleman, and then oh, it's yeah. all about the money. It's all about the money. Who would have thought that there was a, a, uh, a barrel broker job out there? That's right. And he probably makes it bank. Oh. I don't probably know. A, it's probably oh. a big corporation. Probably. It's funny. There's a bunch of them, and I don't, I don't yet know like if they're all associated. But they're all like, you know, there's one that's Northeast Barrel Supply, Midwest Barrel Supply, Southeast Barrel Supply. And now, now is, that, is that where the uh, barrels come from, or is that that's where who we people? buy them from? Yeah, and you know, the, but they their, get cool their shit. Like company is just Barrel Supply. Yeah, right. So do you get emails that says, "Hey, we got such and such"? Yeah, they'll stock. give you an inventory. So like right now downstairs, I've got um, an Imperial Porter that's aging. Uh, half of them are aging in scotch barrels. Mm. I can't remember the distillery off the top of my head, but then the other half are in mezcal barrels. Okay. Um, and we were like, well, that's kind of cool because both of those, you know, spirits are kind of like smoky, but very different. So we were kind of like, well, that'll kind of be interesting to taste them side by side and get the different flavors. And, mm-hmm. you know, we might blend them. We might release them separately. We really don't have a plan for that yet, but it was just, we'd like to play around with barrels and. Yeah. So that was going to be one of my questions. So cool. You buy the barrel before you have really like a great idea of what you're going to make in it. Most of the time we have an idea okay. and then we buy the barrel, but like yeah, you're I've looking definitely for, you're looking for a specific type of barrel. Yeah. Okay. But there has definitely been times where like something's popped up and I'm like, you know, I just gotta, want that barrel. Yeah, We got to get that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we try to fill it as soon as possible because they come in sure. super fresh from the distillery. Like, you know, one week ago they were full of, spirit oh damn then they're okay. dumped and you know they're wet still and that's when you want them if they dry out you know the uh staves shrink and then they get leaks and right, right. you know so you want to fill them up quick and you want to have a plan when you bring them into your brewery for sure so okay. if you have if you have a barrel how much beer are you making out of that so barrels about 53 gallons uh wine barrels are sometimes around 59 um so if you're making if you're making you know a beer in that barrel, again, three gallons, how many beers are you planning on putting, you know, 
do you do are you able to so like them? this one we did one barrel of bourbon barrel and one barrel in a maple barrel so that was what like somewhere close to 110 gallons of beer which comes out to like three and a half barrels a barrel mm-hmm. of beer is uh 31 gallons okay. so then we put that into we've got a small little uh bright tank at our brewery bright tanks the carbonating tank and a cold conditioning tank so then we'll transfer them in there together carbonate them and then um package them right from there and then you know how many beers does that get you um i don't know whatever 130 Three times 128 divided by 16 is. You're looking at me. I'm wow, I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely not the math guy. I was good I'm until I started to think. I'm not even say, the Jew in this group. That's you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm close to six, five, five point yeah, something. Well, five point something. I so what did I say? 100 and let's say uh, 106 gallons times 128 ounces divided by 16 Two barrels, two oak barrels are going to get you about 848 bottles or cans of beer. Okay. Wow. Now, okay. For, for you guys, Zach, once you, you said the, the distilleries use the barrel once and it's kind of done. For you guys, yeah. do you multiple uses? or is, Never. Is we use them you? one and done. Yeah. Then you have to resell it or how does that work for you guys? No, um, usually they just sit in our basement and rot. Um, but no, I do have like a, we're on the, actually probably by the time this airs, I can probably talk about it on here. Um, by the time this airs, we'll have already announced we're in the process of releasing a collaborative series with our friends over at Cellarworks Brewing and Sarver uh, oh, called cool. Sidebar. And we're doing all like barrel aged stouts. And so, like, the plan for the release of all of those beers that are going to be coming out in that series is that we're going to do, like, a burn-the-barrel party at every release. So we're going to keep the barrels after we empty them, but then, like, make a bonfire make out a of burn. them. Make a burn. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. Just so, like, there's, I don't know. That's something to do. Something to do with them. Yeah. Kind of have a reason to have a good party for yeah, a yeah. stout release. That's awesome. Uh, I was going to ask you, like, is there uh, do you collaborate a lot with, like, other local Breweries, yeah, we cellars. try to. We brew. Uh, we brewed with Cellarworks. We brewed with North Country. We've brewed with um, North Country's close. Yeah, we've a few of those. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. brewed with to. Union Brothers. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah, we've done a lot over the last few years for sure. We also try to do collaborations with companies like outside of the industry. You know, there's some like weird ones that don't seem to make sense, but sometimes those are the most fun ones. Like. We have a like a, a a women's shoe store, like a sh- women's shoe boutique down the road from us, and my wife kind of became friends with their owner, and like we do a beer every year called Shootique, um, and it's it's a beer that's like targeted towards like a female audience. You yeah. know, like this past year we did like a rosé beer, oh, that's um, cool. and you know she really she's a big beer drinker, Kelly, the owner of the Shootique, and uh, you know she buys a bunch of the cases from us and gives them to women when they come into shop for, you know, their, you know, fancy shoes or whatever. And it's kind of cool to like cross different audiences and like get people in here who might not normally be interested in what we're doing. You know, what we notice now then more so than ever, especially when we first opened nine years ago is that like women are coming in here and drinking beer. But at the beginning it was like, well, we have to have wine available because it's guys dragging their wives here. But now it's like women are drinking just as much beer as guys, which is really cool to see like the industry change that way. Well, it's, it's the whole thing of like, when you think of beer, 
you don't think of all these different wide variety of ranges of flavors. You know what I mean? There's, like, there's, it's so much. You know, and, unless there's you've so experienced much, it. Like, and before I've experienced it, there, there's so many beers out there that, I mean, perfect example is my wife sitting back here, and I told her, we tried this beer and that beer. Like, you should try it. Well, I don't like beer. I don't like beer. Well, I didn't think I liked anything either other than Yingling and whatever, you know, was free. And then... I started trying all this stuff. There's a lot of stuff that I really like that I had no clue, you know? Yeah, right. It's so it's such a wide variety. It's crazy. So we're sitting here sipping on this guy, and this is the uh, eighth anniversary Imperial, uh, what do you get? Imperial Peanut and Milk Sugar Stout here. It's uh, double barrel aged. Pecan. The, pecan. Uh, pecans. What did I say? Peanut. Pecans. Peanut. Well, pecan. That's yep. the alcohol. Yo, he peanut. Calls, hey, he calls it pecan. 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 He's from McKeesport. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, know. Is that cause I don't know why. I like pecan. to say pecan. Pecan. Yeah, I don't know why. Me too. Pecan. It's fun. You're pecan. pecan. You're this pecan. is delightful. This bad bitch is 10.7%. 10, 10. Dude, well, it's a hefty mother. And it's probably more now because that's been sitting for a little bit, right? No, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> No, I thought it, I'll leave you do it upside down on an on 87 degree angle, Chaz. Yeah. No, tell so him, tell it him will. Stupid. He'll go home and do it. it. It really will not. You know that would mean that it would have to evaporate. Yeah, for it to go up. There's nowhere for it to evaporate in the can. Um, the only time that like aging a beer would really raise the alcohol is when it's like aging in the barrel because okay. it can't evaporate out of the barrel. Gotcha. And the barrel can suck up some of the moisture and leave the alcohol behind, and you know the barrel's not a perfectly you know, sealed container so moisture can get out. I mean, I think on one of these beers that I've down in the basement right now, aging, I've evaporated off almost like a third of the barrel, which isn't good. Like, I mean, it's it boosts the alcohol, but that's it's not like necessarily the, the goal. Yeah. Right. It sounds like you got a liqueur going. Yeah, it's going to be thick as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be thick with three C's. C's. (laughs) We're going to put that on pancakes. Is it going to be blonde? (laughs) A thick old blonde. blonde. So so this is, is this still for sale or no? No, that's like, that came out of, I've got like 16 that are just down there for... For special events like for, this, yeah, for shit like this, I like it. So we're, we're not. I gonna, feel I feel privileged. We're not going to. That means we must not have sucked that bad. It. it is tasty. It is better than the Goose Island we were talking. About. Okay. Okay. way better. I mean, if we're going to rate that, I'm going to go one seven five off the top. Yeah, I'd, the top. I'd have to go samesies. You need some more? I only had a sip because Drew just took it and just finished. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> It looks like motor oil coming out there. It does. It really does. It's um, what's what's that one that we had? Was that like the ten fifty or something? Oh, that one. No, that one we had was like the thickest thing ever. It like it was. It coated the glass after you drank it. What was that? What that was? But that was ten fifty. Might have been the one. I think it might have been ten fifty. It looked like motor oil too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This looks like a heavy. We tried too many beers. Heavy root beer. Let me look. I since I save them all. Let me look. Now. The, the pecan. Pecan. Makes it so sweet. It's very sweet to me. Yeah, they're like huge body beers. I mean, I don't even know that the pecan itself is going to like add to the sweetness. Um, it just plays well with it. Um, the sweetness is just part of the design. You know, it helps cover up some of the alcohol taste. Yeah, you don't get that burn. Um, I think it's flavor. that maple. The milk sugar adds a lot of sweetness. The maple barrel shorewood. Um Remember, this started off like as a dessert beer. Right. This started off as part of our Shunami series, which so are all kind of like based on, 
Dairy Queen blizzards. Yeah. Um, and this one was the pecan pie one. You like those, those, those dessert beers, yeah. those sweet I, ones. Yeah, again, mm-hmm. I think, again, certain situations, like, sometimes it's nice at the end of dinner. He likes it in the middle of summer, sitting <laughs> on the porch. <laughs> well, no, sometimes there at the end of dinner, you don't want to have, like, a slice of chocolate cake or something, but if you have a nice, you want to drink your delicious dessert. beer like this, right? Man, this man, is it like does, a, it's like double whammy, you know. This is like right after Thanksgiving dinner type meal. Like you got two different pies, kind of in one. Like this is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. It's really good. Yeah, I'd go one five. You know, this isn't this is gonna be on our official rating, but I'd go one five. You gotta let the listeners know. Unfortunately, you're not getting your hands on this, but right. you missed an opportunity. That's why it's not gonna be an official rating. But I'd go yeah. one five. But I'm not a big, like, stout, like, but I love, I love that sweetness and that ma- you know, maple. Six and a half out of eight, guys. That's good beer. That's solid. That's a, that's a solid beer in our scores. That's not bad for Zach. He was hey. like, yeah, we were just messing around with Dairy Queen Blizzard. Right? Yes. Yeah. Hey, he's still, still, <laughs> he still as bitter as his pickles over the score. Like, just so no, you know, no, no. We've only ever, we've been doing this for a long time, we've only ever had one beer that's gotten four twos. Yeah. I wasn't part of it. No, you aren't. That was be- might have only got three twos. Yeah, do we have? A- we probably had a fourth person on that day. Yeah, but yeah, we're, we're very. Once what we get to fucking beer was this? That was the and strange. Who the radio. fuck was the person? That was- and how did you not share this unicorn with me ever? I have one sitting in the fridge for you. That was oh, the strange radiant. Strange radiant. Strange radiant. Do you drink Cinderlands beer? We're all big, pretty big Cinderlands fans. Yeah. No, I've drank Cinderlands. I. Uh, the Strange Radiant. Haven't had Strange it's Radiant. Their, it's one of their sour series. All right. Yeah, they're pretty good beers. It's really good. It's yeah. cool. Very good beer. And again, their sour that, series that's are mine. All pretty good. Mm-hmm. They've had other ones that I've had that aren't. Yeah. They're not. They don't yeah. live up. They have that. so many. Yeah. yeah. But that that Strange Radiant is a strawberry. Their and, sours are pretty good. That's my jam. The the straw the sour beer is my jam. Yeah. That beer right there that he has. We're gonna do that in just we're a minute. Doing that, next. that reminds me of something that they would make. Clear yeah. the palate. I'll clear the palate. All right, so I, I did have a question here to bring up. On, just, a, just a crazy topic question. Um, and it's funny because most of our wives are sitting back here behind us. Uh, and I asked this to Ashley this morning, and we'll get to the funniest part of it, but if you were to be stranded on an island, okay, indefinitely, you knew you are stranded on an island, are you choosing to be stranded there if you had the choice? Don't look at her. <laughs> if you had the choice, would you rather be stranded by yourself or with your wife? I already know this answer. Uh, go ahead, Willie, because your wife's not here. You can go ahead and answer this. It's probably the easiest. <laughs> I, I'll give you my answer. Well, if my wife's there, who's watching the kids? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. So is this what I answer? Yeah, or is this? balls to say that because she ain't here. <laughs> That's right. She ain't here. Who's making the sandwiches? <laughs> so wait, is this what I would answer, or is this? I what think my, that's like, a legitimate concern. I think you got to have her at home. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be by myself. So my wife was with the kids. <laughs> ah, fuck you. That's someone's got to take care pi- of them kids. That's what a pious equation. Would you want to be stranded on the island indefinitely by yourself or with your wife? Uh, no kids involved. No. No kids. involved. Um, All you're worried about is survival on the island. Ooh. Is this this like a forever thing or is there a rescue inside? It's indefinitely. You know, I mean, if you're stranded on an island, you don't know. You don't know if you're going to be saved. On the island, is there a farm? 
No, it's, an, it's a deserted <laughs> island. Not a dessert island. A dessert I know, island. I know where you're going you, with you this. So there's the not a whorehouse. <laughs> I'm pretty certain of it. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, if I'm on an island, I'm going to be there alone. Alone. I'm going to be there You're alone. not choosing to have your wife. No. Why not? She, she wouldn't want to be there either. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. so why have two disgruntled people, right? Okay, okay Drew? You know, I was going to say with my wife because, like, you got to have something to do to pass the time. But then, like, Willie just opened my fucking mind. <laughs> I wouldn't want us both to suffer. <laughs> I'll be the martyr. I'll be the martyr. Just throw me on this island by myself. What a guy. Let her live life. You're a true hero. Let her do her thing. All right, Zach. Your wife's probably never going to listen to this. So you can. <laughs> <laughs> and they would have gave different answers if their wife wasn't behind us. I don't know that I would have given a different answer. Yeah, I am torn. Like, I would instinctively say, like, with her, but then I feel like I would regret that. Because she, like, freaks the fuck out in situations. Like, she wants... She, the, the day we got there, she'd have a plan off. Like, there'd be a like fucking structure. boat built. Structure. Yeah, like... Structure. She would have me cutting down trees and building a boat. Right. Um, and, like, I wouldn't sleep till we were off the island. God damn it, Zach. If we're going to get off this island, you got to make that decision now. Yeah, right. No, it'd be exactly that. Uh, yeah, she doesn't like questions that aren't answered. She doesn't like yeah. what ifs. So um, I'd be by myself. Chuck. Oh, I'm torn on this one. No, I really no, am. No, you're not. No, I really no, am. you're not. I really am. Because, A, I can't fucking make a decision for the life of me sometimes. And I feel like if I'm there by myself, I'm dead. Just thinking you and Kirsten kicked back with a couple no. of coconuts. Well, here's the thing. Laying like, on the beach. No, I, if I've, you can make a coconut bra. <laughs> I probably have worn your, one. You and your grass skirt. Star, wait, I probably have worn one. If you a coconut bra. bra, he'd be the one wearing Starfish it, not her. Probably. Uh, that's what I was implying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he doesn't know me that well yet. He'll, he, <laughs> you guys can fill him in after the show. I'm, I'm the fucking crazy. I'm the wild card out of the list. Starfish, bro. Yeah. Bra. You know what? I would probably, uh, I'd probably be alone for the fact that if I died, I'm worth more dead than I am alive. Oh, you ain't worth shit. Get the fuck out of here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> she said you don't even have life insurance. Exactly. That's why I'm worth more dead. No, no it's, that's the opposite. That's, that's the opposite way around. Nah. All right, so yeah. oh my death's nah. gone. So I asked, I saw this question. I thought it would be funny. And then I asked it to Ashley this morning when we were getting ready. To There's no way she wants to be on an island with you. Well, it's funny. She wants just a book. Now wait, it's it's funny <laughs> because, and I feel like all of our wives would probably say the same thing. So, and I knew that I I had the idea this was going to be the exact answer. Is most of us would say we would want to be alone, you know, not with our wives. Ashley, what was your answer? Would you rather be with me or by yourself? No, I'd rather be with you because I feel like you were, you were more um, creative in ways of, like, to survive because I would probably be dead by myself. That was the only – that was my thinking for that. And then he said, would he want to be with me? And I said, absolutely not because I'm totally useless on an island, right? There, I'm not bringing anything to the table. Nothing? Nothing. And then he You're goes, bringing nothing. Well, well, not, not even a sandwich. Not even that. He goes, Not well, even the cuddle time? He said, well, I guess there is one thing. And then I'm thinking, well, I mean, you'd have your hand if you really get, like, bad desperate. <laughs> Other than that, I'm not bringing anything to the table. Ellie, I mean, he could go full Marilyn Manson. Right? I mean, it's not like he's not going to... What is that? I mean, 
I feel like all the wives, when they sat down and thought about it, they would be like, yeah, I want my husband there because... They're gonna figure For out some manual way. Labor. They're gonna figure out some They're way to, fucking put a, slaves. to put a roof over my yeah. head and kill an animal or something. They're slaves. I don't know. I think Kirsten would probably well, not want me you, there. Well, doesn't that make you feel proud that you're needed? But yeah. you know, but she, <laughs> she, she yes. wouldn't want me there. Yeah. I think Erica would put a roof over my head. Well, I'd be like, go. nah. Kirsten Zach's would be alone. Like, so, right, do, Zach, do you I'll think... I'll do some fishing. Yeah, I'll go do the fishing. You'd build the fucking hut. Do you think your wife would want you on the island? Mm, yeah. 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 But I'm a Marine. I'm trained how to like, right. live See, out there. That's right. You know? right. See, right. she would have to think. She wouldn't think about that. She'd be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet a fish. <laughs> Where's SpongeBob at? Where's SpongeBob? <laughs> Drew, do you think, without looking back there, do you think your wife. She will, wants me there. Why? He for builds roofs for a living. Like, yeah. That's <laughs> not even a question. <laughs> he builds roofs for a living. This is. All right, here's the real question. Willie, would Kelly want you on the island if it was her choice? I'm saying, oh, I don't know. Willie is not the most of the group. I feel like she doesn't need me there. <laughs> like, she'll build a hut or find right. a cave. I think we can all agree with that. She'll so, find a cave. What, so, Willie, what do you do? I'm... I'm Basically, I heard you were an entrepreneur. He's an entrepreneur. <laughs> but does that like have a purpose? Zach, look at these hands. Look at these hands. Do I build a lot of stuff off this baby's bottom? He's out. He owns. A, he is a preneur. He owns Second to None Productions, a production DJ photography company. Well, yeah, we do events and stuff. Yeah. But and this podcast. Are you the producer of the podcast? Well, we we, we kind of help just get it He's started. He's the uh, money right. cow of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You guys do karaoke? Yeah, we have some guys that like All to do right. karaoke. All right, yeah. But I mean, for me, I don't think there's any survivalist needs that she has to have from me there. Right. I, I don't think you have anything other than, you offer, other than support. He doesn't cut his own ground. Support. You yeah. were also in the military, like. Yeah, uh, but I was in the air force. Not, I wasn't in the marines. Oh, see here. <laughs> oh, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> And this is what Veterans Day is all about. Oh, man. Support your local VFW. Here we go. Yeah, like, don't look at me being like, see? Like, no, nah, he's right. There's a, there's a big difference between that. Tell us how you really feel. You know, so, again, for me, I think I think My dad would have said the same she'd thing. She'd be all right. She'd be okay. She'd want me to have, be home, watch the kids, make sure they're up. Damn. <laughs> He said, damn, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> oh, that's uh, so funny. She'd be like, Kipton needs you more. <laughs> <laughs> no, she'd, pay, she'd probably say, damn it, I can't do both. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, let's close this show off with uh, pour us one more beer here, and we'll finish this thing out. This is only like the fifth one. This is three. All right. Three Zach. official. Zach, tell us about this last one. Yeah, so this last one's part of our Smooshie series. Smooshies is our fruited sour series. Um, you know, a lot of the breweries out there right now are doing uh, versions of them that are like fresh fruits, a lot of tropical punch type stuff, mixtures of that sort of thing. We dabble in that a little bit, but mostly what we do with our Smooshie series is play on desserts. Okay. Um, 
And so this one is pumpkin cheesecake. And I mean, we used real cream cheese, real pumpkin, uh, all the spices that you would expect. Cinnamon, ginger, clove, nutmeg, allspice. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird who, one, but it, like it works. You can smell. I wrote this one myself. Oh, yeah. you did? You can yeah. Smell the cream cheese. You can smell the like, cream cheese and the cinnamon nutmeg right away. Like, yeah, it's kind of cool, and you know, it kind of looks like a, a pumpkin cheesecake slightly. There you go. Yeah, right. The colors are there. Yeah. But like, no, I'm just saying, like, Hercules. But what I'm saying is, like, not our only white man ever could make me moist. (laughs) Fuck all you guys. No, like, but sometimes whenever beer is called, like, a pumpkin or a pumpkin cheesecake, whatever, and it looks like this. For example, Penn Brewery has a nut roll, like, a pen, like the pumpkin roll. It does not. A pumpkin roll pumpkin ale, roll. you think it looks more maybe between this and the, like a, a pumpkin color. Mm-hmm. It does not. It's dark as fuck. This bitch is thick, though. Like, it's weird thick, though. Schubert likes those thick bitches. Thick. We do, yeah. I think that that, um, you know, the sa- like it doesn't sound like it should play what? a sour beer with pumpkin. But I think the sour works well with the cream cheese. It kind of accentuates yeah. it. Um, you and then it's sound, still a little bit sweet. It, you say that that it sounds like it shouldn't play, but we're we've tasted enough of we did like a lot these of type of beers, and we're mm-hmm. like this. This is exactly how it should play. That's yeah. what. That's what. A, this is what it's supposed highest, to play like. Our highest ranking sours have that lactose, lactose, that milk yeah. sugar type that bring the sour down a little bit. So we apparently like sugar, then, right? We like the sweet. <laughs> yeah, you're on the fast track to my health diet. <laughs> You're going to be drinking fucking vodka sodas on the next podcast. Shut it down. So we'll what be we, rating vodka sodas from now what am on. I yeah. see, what am I seeing floating in there? Cream cheese. <laughs> That's not a cream cheese. Now, let me see. Let me see. It's like, it, looks like, it looks like the crust of a, of a pie. That's oh, so cheese. you're seeing some of the actual like vanilla beans okay. and then okay. um, probably some of the spices, cinnamon and stuff. That's so cream. is that really That's the cream, cream cheese, cheese floating around in there? Nah, the cream cheese is pretty well yeah, blended yeah, in. Yeah. I think, you know, we actually scrape vanilla beans and put them in there, so you're going to get some of that. Uh-huh. Chaz scrapes the beans, too. <laughs> Scraping the beans. That's what his urologist is doing. I yeah. How long does it take to put all these ingredients together to start the beer process? When you're talking about scraping so the beans. And with this series, I mean, this... While these are not personally, like, my favorite beers to drink, and when we first did them, I drank plenty of them. Um, but you know, having so much access to these beers, I kind of just get like over this kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels very novel. And I think also knowing how they're made takes away some of the special thing. I think for like you guys or all these people who are so infatuated with these fruited sours, it's because of their thinking, like how is this done? You know, n- people don't get the whole process or concept. Right. Yeah. I'm just for me, it's like taste. work. It's, it's like, like, how do I figure out how to get this to taste like this? So this one, these are fun to work on because they're very much. Um, I imagine like a science taste and project. adjust. Right. You right, know, like we, we, we start with an educated guess as to let's put this, 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 and this in. And then we just keep adding stuff until we get, you know, the result that we're looking for. Um, and then we so, dial the so recipe you, in. So you might have to bump up the vanilla bean. Or exactly. Bump up the- yeah, like this year, for example, um, 
there was a little bit of a pumpkin shortage. So we started off with less pumpkin and we were like, oh, I don't think it'll work. But, you know, that little bit of orange color that it has um, that you were talking about, how it looks like it. We, that's actually part of it. Like, don't let them fucking pick on you too much, man. <laughs> Thanks. Like, we actually uh, take we'll the, still pick as disgusting yeah, as the beer looks, like, we actually do take the aesthetic side of it into account. Um, like, it, you're right. Like, we wanted it to kind of have, like, the same sort of color and consistency as um cheesecake so yeah. you know and and so when we started with the lower amount of pumpkin because that's all we could get we weren't happy with the look it just looked like a glass of jizz and so we went i just had to wait till you took a sip for that mouthful almost everywhere he's used to that no so it just looked you know it just looked milky so we you waited for that on purpose yeah, i did mm-hmm. i i was i was watching you, you set that up yeah and so um, we were able to gather some more pumpkin puree together and, and get it to where we wanted it to be. But, yeah, I mean, all these things take time and just trial and error. Um, it's, it's easy for people, you know, to be like, oh, these kind of beers are stupid and novel. It was like, yeah, but they do take a lot of, like, kind of, like, skill. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Not to take away from, like, it's obviously, you know, all the beers take skill, but just of different different types you know sure. when you're making like a lager you know you have to really work on like your fermentation practice and how you're going to get the beer to have these clean nuanced flavors but with this i mean these are over the top and people have an expectation if you under deliver they're going to fucking let you know well, yeah i, I will okay. say that that definitely ranks into our scoring system just by doing it i, I you can tell mm-hmm. What the beer is described as the the expectation before you even smell it or taste it yeah you know, we've definitely, especially especially during the pumpkin season. Yeah, when I feel like that's the biggest. Super short, you're like, right. oh my because god. Because a lot of these people put out these pumpkin beers, they're like specialty beers, and I think feel like pumpkin's like one of the most, you know, where they describe it as something that's so great in this certain flavor, and then it just doesn't bring that, you know. So that expectation's a little off. Um, but this, to me, this is nailing it. I'm going one seven five. This is a delicious. What? Wow! Yeah. From the non-pumpkin. He, he doesn't drink pumpkin beer. He hates this pumpkin really beer. Pump- this it, is way more to me. This is this, way more cheesecake. That's than like pumpkin. from the brewer. There's not that much pumpkin in it. So, so there's pumpkin. I mean, there's pumpkin. No, but this this there's, there's a lot of pump. You know, probably yeah. hundred pounds of pumpkin. But it's not hitting you in the face, pumpkin. No, but pumpkin itself doesn't have like a strong flavor, yeah, right? right? Mm-hmm. So like you're relying on the spice, and you just said right off yourself, the spice is what knocked you in the nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm going one seven five. This is really delicious. You ever just eaten like raw pumpkin puree? I've Tastes tried. like baby food. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Like you it's know, gross. you don't want that, right? Mm-hmm. No, it's it's all about everything else. It's a, it's a great balance. It's a great balance of everything that's in there. It smells like a yeah. candle I would buy. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like a what? A candle. Yeah. To, to me. That's, we, I literally, I, whenever I smelled it out there, I'm like, it smells like a fucking candle. It smells like 45-year-old white women everywhere. <laughs> so, so, so this is... This is a one seven five that you couldn't drink a, a you know a four pack or a six pack at at a time. But this is a one seven five where like when the time's right, man, I'm gonna love this beer. Yeah, I'm gonna love this beer. It's super good. I'm uh, I'm gonna probably take one of these, and this is gonna be my Thanksgiving dessert. I'm gonna go. Oh. Fuck it, I'm going two. Two. Wow. Finally, the pickles. <laughs> <laughs> it's I all Zach one. The fermented pickles kicked in. Listen, 
You know how I am with fucking with pumpkin beers. You are you're our pumpkin. So is this song. like your favorite ever? I mean, this is like this is way unicorn? up there. This unicorn? is like your top five. This is a top five. Yeah, you and pumpkin. Yeah. I don't no, no, I don't. I don't like pumpkin that much anymore. Pumpkin is too the commercialized. Nitro style. Oh, that 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 Pumpkin's was. Pumpkin's not cool anymore because everybody likes. It's like Green Day. Right? No, <laughs> Green Day still no, sells out. That, yeah. uh, that all right, that's Green, true. Day that's cold Green Day's not albums. sitting on shelves for two years yeah. after it was released. That Cold Brew Pumpkin <laughs> is still fucking really good. His are. Chaz is paranoid. He's paranoid. Hey, listen, I would not if if I would have known if there was no description. I would not describe this as a pumpkin beer. It has Hell a, no. It has, it has a hint of pumpkin uh, in there. Yeah. No. But compared to a lot of stuff we tried. So what would you blindly, like if I were to hand you this beer, what would you blindly say it, it is? It, it tastes more like the cheesecake for sure. Like, But I, what cheesecake? I mean, again, it has a, definitely a little a hint one? of pumpkin. But you taste the Which cinnamon, one? the nutmeg. I, I feel like a lot of the pumpkins have that nutmeg flavor. It has that. So the the cheesecake, though, it has that... It, I don't know if it gives it that thickness, that smoothness, or whatever. Thick with a triple C, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> thick like have, a blonde. This I don't might know. have four C's. It was a thick blonde. It's more creamy, like that that creamy cheesecake. That cheese, the, the cream this is cheese. getting repulsive. I know, but that's right. I, I don't know how to describe it. It's a creamy, thick blonde. The, the cheesecake, the cheese, cream cheese. That's the word I'm looking for. The cream cheese is really creamy, what hits me. The cream thick cheese. Blonde. With similar a, to me, not like. Anticipating one in a million having opened a Chinese restaurant, do you think you would have ever anticipated live, loving a cream cheese no. beer? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Hey, that's how not. crazy like this nope. industry is right now. But, but yeah. that's that's part of it will boost some of my scores. Is like, man, I would have never have thought of like that, you know. And it it's really good. It's yeah. really good. It's different. It's really different. Some, I would never. Some, sometimes the scores go very high based on the creativity. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's that's where I, I'm like, this is a two because it's nothing you're going to find anywhere else. Right. You're not going to find something that's and then, like you said, it hits the fucking nail on the head. But I wouldn't describe again. I wouldn't describe it as a pumpkin beer. No, you know? it's a pumpkin it cheese. Of, it has a hint of pumpkin in there. Yeah. You know, it definitely has that flavor. But when I think of a lot of the pumpkin beers that we've tried. They just try to overpower you with the, the pumpkin lot, flavor. We've tried a lot of pumpkin beers in the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Lots. Has anyone come even close to that? No, this is totally different. It's totally not different. A, it's yeah. not a that's pumpkin ale. They have a pumpkin ale, and that's it. good. Yeah. Shubu. That's correct. This is not a pumpkin ale. Yeah. This is its own entity. This is a sour most pumpkin cheesecake. Most breweries are putting out a pumpkin ale. Which we Either did. We did one for the first IPA. time in like five years this and year. It, it's Shubu. really good. Shubu's phenomenal. Really good. It's phenomenal. See, I probably I, wouldn't like that because I don't like... Yeah. And that's more pumpkin-centric. Yeah. Right. There's not a lot of the lactose, sugary stuff. Yeah. What you got, Willie? I'm going to go 175 just because of the creativity of the recipe. I thought that it was a delicious beer from the moment that we sipped it out there in the bar mm-hmm. area. Right. I thought this is something different. I thought people need to really give this a shot and try. For it. sure, definitely. Like it's just something that's just totally unique. This is one of those. I, beers. I love the fact that you stepped outside of the box and did something just. Yeah. I'm gonna throw it out there and see what happens. This is one of those Great. beers where I would want to have to want to have someone over like, dude, you gotta try this. Yeah. This is this different. is a brag beer right, right here. This is where you go, dude. You've never had something like this. Try yeah. This. Right. Right. It's a brag beer. Drew, what do you got? One seven five, man. One seven five, one Shit's seven five, fire. one seven five, and two. 
Seven two five out of eight, right? Seven two five out of eight. Love it. That's a that's an impressive beer. And that is smooshy. That's the line. So you have multiple different smooshies coming. Yeah, out. we do a lot of different smooshies. Probably our most popular one we release every July is strawberry pretzel salad. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> What the fuck? Strawberries. <laughs> How do we get that? <laughs> we got to come back. What did you say you released? We released it every July. Because yeah. that's, like, that's your 4th of July dessert, dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's fucking it. We got to uh, come back for that. Man. This guy's a genius. I wish it, it would just way, come down our way just a slightly, you know? By the way, Zach, we appreciate. I, I like the fact that your foundation of where you're at is, yeah. you know, it wasn't necessarily being a brewer. It was the fact that you went into the business side of it and learned. And you expanded upon that. You brought it into our hometowns out here in the Pittsburgh area. And uh, I thought you did a fantastic job with, with what you got here. Yeah, today. killing it. Hey, killing yeah, I appreciate it. it, guys. Yeah, I don't know. We, uh, we think our story's, you know, kind of unique, and we, uh, we love to share it. And so I appreciate you guys coming out and listening and yeah. caring and tasting some of our beers. Yeah. So Definitely. it was a fun afternoon. Definitely. We appreciate you having us. Willie, let's close this thing out. All right. Can we get a couple of those pickles to go? Fucking A, man. Did you try a burger? I want to go to the Chinese restaurant for dinner. A big thank you, as always. Man, man, Zach, truly, thank you so much. This is great. Zoo Brew, get up here in Zeeley. Check it out. You can come here, start your day off, have a couple different beers, go across the street, eat some Chinese, some white Chinese, British Chinese, should we say? Is that? Yeah, no. <laughs> British Chinese. Is the Chinese food you get in England? Hey, BC. BC, that's right. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us out here. This is a great time. You guys got to come up here and try this. I hope, fellas, as hey, always, I hope you had a good the, time. Make the trek past Cranberry. Yeah, get, go that extra 10 not, minutes. Yeah, it's not a black hole. You will not just to fall not, down the... Hey. It's also not black cock like like, right. you trying to tell you. <laughs> like your wife says, go the extra 10 minutes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He looks so upset by it. it. Right as the music ended, too. It was great. <laughs> it's every guys. fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's not.